Welcome to the Alpine Property Podcast with your hosts, me, Steve Thomas. And myself, Leslie Thomas. We are the husband and wife team behind Alpine Property Investments, helping clients to find their dream property in the mountains of France and Switzerland. The aim of this podcast is to share with you everything to do with purchasing a ski property, including the where, what, why, and how to buy. With real insider information that comes from knowing the mountains as intimately as we do. To us, this is not just a business, but a real demonstration of helping clients invest in lifestyle. We want this podcast to be your go-to place for all things buying and owning a ski property. Welcome to the Alpine Property Podcast with me, Leslie Thomas. And myself, Steve Thomas. Today, we want to talk about one of the key questions when starting your search for a ski property, and that is what to buy. In this episode, Steve will be answering a set of questions put by me that hopefully will put you on the right track of what type of property best suits you. So the first most obvious question is, do you buy an apartment or a chalet? To answer this question for you, we need to look at a number of factors, as well as understanding what the client's intentions are for the property. The first factor in any discussion is how much does the client want to spend? If we compare a like-for-like apartment and chalet with the same surface area, quality of finish, and number of bedrooms, etc., you will find that the purchase price of a chalet is almost always more expensive than an apartment. The reason for this is they tend to be standalone or semi-detached sitting in their own grounds. Therefore, if a client wishes to be in a specific resort or ski area like the Three Valley villages of Maribel, Courchevel or St. Martin de Belleville, for example, it may be they don't have the financial flexibility to purchase a chalet and have to opt for an apartment instead. Either that, or look elsewhere to find a lower price chalet. And does the location in the resort have an impact on buying an apartment or chalet? Yes, absolutely. The location within the resort can certainly have an influence on the apartment chalet decision. If a client wants to be in the heart of the resort, with all the shops, restaurants and amenities at their fingertips, then apartments generally offer the most convenience to the village's infrastructure. Chalets, on the other hand, tend to be built further out from the centre, and while sometimes still walkable to the centre and the ski lifts, they tend to offer a more peaceful and tranquil location. It's almost like a back-to-nature feel. Take the Mont area of Mejev, for example. This is one of the most sought-after areas for those wanting to purchase a chalet in the resort. And while there are ski lifts for accessing the ski area, here you are a few minutes' drive to the centre of the resort. And what about lifestyle? How does this influence choice? For clients who have an outdoor lifestyle, then an outdoor space is very often an important factor in the decision-making process and therefore what they opt to buy. Clients with young children or dogs enjoy a property that comes with a big exterior space other than just a small balcony on a higher floor. Ground floor apartments often enjoy big terraces and sometimes come with small gardens, while a chalet comes with its own plot of land. 
Both of these are great places for children to play in the snow in the winter and for dogs to run around. Virtually all apartments, however, come with a balcony and some of these can be extensive. So even those clients that enjoy an outdoor lifestyle and who don't want to be on the ground floor of an apartment building and who don't want to buy a chalet can also enjoy their own external space to sit out and enjoy the views in the winter and summertime. In other cases, we have some clients who are seeking their own private space as part of their lifestyle, and they don't want to share communal areas and facilities. Under these circumstances, then a chalet is certainly the option they choose. So assuming a client has decided to purchase an apartment or a chalet, what should they think about next? That's an easy one. The next decision in the process is do they want to buy a resale or a new build property? In the case of resale properties, the big advantage is they're already built, meaning it can be used straight away. You're able to walk around the inside and therefore it's easy to understand the layout without the need to study and visualise a set of floor plans like with a new build. Resales also sometimes come fully furnished and this means it's an easy transition process from seller to buyer. If the client wants to rent the property when not there, many resale properties are already rented out by the owner and therefore come with a proven track record in the rental market. This compares to those new build properties where often an estimation of future rental property is the only way to do it. For new build properties, delivery times can be two years from the date you purchase, with some projects in the French Alps now into 2025 before being finished. That said, many clients are happy to wait to secure a brand new property as it comes with all the latest technology. The highest level of insulation and energy efficiency has a contemporary modern feel and provides everything brand new with 10-year guarantees on the construction. This can be a big factor in the decision process if you're sitting 600 to 800 miles away in Belgium, Holland or the UK, for example. Resale properties could also potentially need a renovation or modernization, which is an added cost to keep in mind. In addition, they're often more expensive to run than more modern properties. These factors lead many non-resident clients to opt for a new build instead. Are the costs the same to purchase a resale or a new build property? In Switzerland, the answer to this question is yes, they're the same. Although it's worth noting in Switzerland, there are now less new build opportunities following the referendum in 2012. This abolished new build construction in the mountains where the percentage of second homes exceeded 20%. Across the different cantons of Switzerland, such as Valais, Vaux and Bern, the purchase costs, including notary fees, taxes and land registry costs, vary by canton, ranging from 25 to 5%. In France, however, the answer is no. There is a difference in cost between new and resale. For new build properties, your purchase costs, including notary fees and taxes, are around 2 to 2.5% of the purchase price. But for a resale property, these fees are higher, between 7 to 8%. It's worth adding that if taking a French mortgage, there is a mortgage registration fee to pay, 
of approximately 0.8 to 1% of the purchase price. And this is on top of the legal costs. But here, it does not matter if it's a resale or a new build. The cost is the same. So if an owner wanted to rent out the property when not using it themselves, does a new build property rent out better than a resale property? This is a hard one to answer, as there are many factors to consider. Location is key. So, for example, if you have a resale property that's a little older in appearance, but it sits right next to the piste or ski lift compared to a brand new property of the same size that is, say, 200 metres from the lift, then it's more likely the resale will rent better. However, if you then add in the factor of the resale property having, say, no view, while the new build has a stunning view of the piste and surrounding mountains, then this makes the new build more attractive for those seeking the mountain panoramas. We therefore prefer to study with clients the rental potential on a case-by-case basis. What is a big draw for those wanting to rent the property they buy is with new build properties, there's the possibility to reclaim the VAT of 20% back off the purchase price at the end of construction. This isn't possible with resale properties and is a big advantage for new builds. If we take an example of, say, a new build property costing €750,000, for example, after reclaiming the 20% back at the end, you'll have paid €625,000 for the property. And that's a saving of 125000 which is quite a significant amount. Absolutely. And does an apartment or chalet give you a higher rental income? Again, the answer to this question depends on some of the factors we've just spoken about. What I can say is the weekly advertised rental rate for a chalet is generally higher than an apartment, which in turn gives you a higher cash amount at the end of the year. Chalets being generally more expensive than apartments means that while the cash amount might be higher, as a percentage net of agency fees, rental returns for apartments generally give a higher percentage thanks to their lower purchase cost. In addition to the usual high season bookings across both types of property, so Christmas, New Year, the four weeks of February, the occupancy levels of apartments can also be a little higher in the quieter months thanks to additional bookings in the lower parts of the season, such as January and March. When looking at percentage rental returns across the two different properties, it is worth noting that you should always look to ensure the figures you have are net of agency fees to know you're not comparing a gross return before agency deduction in one property and a net return after agency deduction in another. A gross figure is misleading and can give you an inaccurate comparison. Okay, so what other factors should people be considering when deciding what to buy? I think it's worth covering here the types of property available to purchase. Firstly, in both Switzerland and France, all properties, be they apartments or chalets, are freehold ownership. Properties in both countries are not leasehold. While on the whole, apartments and chalets in Switzerland are free of rental obligation, There are now some new developments that come with a required rental obligation. If your intention is to rent, then these, of course, can be a big draw. 
In France, a client seeking a property that they don't want to rent will be looking for a classic freehold property. These properties come with no mandatory rental obligation, but it doesn't stop clients purchasing in these sorts of developments who do actually want to rent. This is perfectly acceptable. Rental obligation properties are more common in France than Switzerland and predominantly nowadays take two forms. The first is renting via a management company such as CGH Residences, where the owner signs a management lease agreement for the property to be rented when the owner is not there. This agreement can be for 9, 11 or 20 years. The second format is the obligation to rent the property via a local agency in the resort under the Loimontan scheme. Rental agreements with the agency are for a minimum of 12 months, but in some developments, there is a mandate for an agency to rent the property on your behalf for the first three years. After this agreed short-term contract, if you want to move, you can. This type of renting is therefore more flexible than the longer management lease agreements. With both of these formats, the building sometimes comes with a wider range of facilities, such as swimming pool, fitness room, sauna, hammam, restaurant, bar, ski shop, and spa facilities, making it a one-stop shop for clients when they're in resort. Many of these rental developments also offer you the ski-in and out opportunity. Within this type of property purchase, there will be some usage stipulations, which depend on the project. For those looking for heavier usage during the winter, thanks to being retired, semi-retired, or able to work from home, then it might be better opting for a classic freehold property. For clients with families where they intend to use the property during school holidays, say Christmas, New Year and February half term, or including Easter in the winter and a few weeks in the summer, we find these types of rental properties are a big draw. What we like to do is to understand the client's wishes so that we can discuss the best type of property on a case-by-case basis. So do some clients prefer their property to be positioned in a certain direction? Yes. Orientation is certainly a factor that clients think about when choosing what property to buy. For those that like enjoying the sun in the morning, then an east-facing aspect is important to them. Clients who enjoy a glass of something on the balcony or terrace to take in the sunset at the end of the day will enjoy west-facing properties. And for those that want the sun all day, south-facing is important. However, it's worth noting that some resorts face north and the views in this direction are often the most spectacular. Therefore, If clients want to be in these resorts, they have to accept the property they buy will face in this direction. Okay. So is there anything else to think about when considering what to buy? Yes, I suppose I've got two things left to cover here. The first is the number of bedrooms a client might require. While Swiss properties come with full-size bedrooms, In France, it's very common, as many know, for a property to have a cabine or coinman town bedroom. The cabine is a single bunk bedroom, either with a window or without. Therefore, if we take a client wanting three bedrooms in France, it may be they ideally want three doubles, but don't quite have the affordability. So a two double plus cabine property could be a good option 
as these generally cost less as they're a little smaller than the three double bedroom counterparts. One final thing worth noting is there is a general misperception that while an apartment is a lock-up and leave property because it sits within a residence, chalets are less so. This is certainly not the case. With crime in the mountains very, very low, chalets all come with fitted shutters, secure locks, and many have security systems. There are agencies in the resort to manage the property for you, so these properties are just as much lock-up-and-leave as apartments. Thank you very much, Steve. So that's it for today's episode. I hope you find it useful and thought-provoking. If there is anything you feel we have not covered, have a specific question in mind, or generally would like to have a discussion about buying a property in the French or Swiss Alps, please reach out to us. Until next time, take care. Thanks for listening to the Alpine Property Podcast. If you would like to find out more, please visit our website, Alpine Property Investments, where you can also sign up for our regular email newsletter. If you've enjoyed listening to the podcast, we would love it if you would rate and review it, as this also allows the podcast to be shared more widely too. If you have any questions or comments, please do reach out to us via email. The details, along with our website, can be found in the show notes.